Good morning, it's Zoe with the VIP Science for March. Just going to share my screen. Slideshow. If you want to look at the slides and the paper themselves, they will be in VIP under the guide for science. So this month's paper um, is a really good one. It's just been um, been published um, in the last year or so, and it's all about kangaroo mother care. So we talked about um, the one last month, and this is sort of a follow-up one from that. And the title is World Health Organization Immediate Kangaroo Mother Care Study Group, Immediate Kangaroo Mother Care and Survival of Infants with Low Birth Weight. And this was published in May, 2021. Niels Bergman is listed as part of this study um, and obviously he is known for his work on skin to skin. So the conclusion, the overall summary that they found was among infants with a birth weight between one kilo and 1.8 kilos, those who received immediate kangaroo mother care had lower mortality at 28 days than who received conventional care um, with kangaroo mother care after stabilisation. So what they found is that the between group difference favoring immediate kangaroo mother care at 72 hours was not significant. So when we get into the detail, you'll see why this is really, really important because often kangaroo mother care is done, but not until the infant is stabilized. And this is a, a, a big difference because this is, this is doing it in a very different way. So yeah, abstract. Um, so it says, obviously, we know that kangaroo mother care is a type of newborn care involving skin to skin contact with the mother or another caregiver. And it reduces mortality in infants with low birth weight, i.e. under two kilos, when initiated after stabilization. But the majority of deaths occur before stabilization. The safety and efficacy of kangaroo mother care initiated soon after birth among infants for low birth weights is uncertain. So they conducted a randomized control trial, which is obviously sort of the gold standard of, of research in five hospitals in Ghana, India, Malawi, Nigeria, and Tanzania. And they had infants with uh, very low birth weights. They were assigned to either receive immediate kangaroo mother care or conventional care in an incubator or warmer until their condition stabilized and then kangaroo mother care thereafter. So the primary outcomes were death in the neonatal period, i.e. the first 28 days of life, and in the first 72 hours of life. Total of over 3,000 infants, so 3,211 infants and their mothers were randomly assigned to the intervention group, which was, um, or the control group. So you had uh, 1,609 in the, in the group that had immediate skin, uh, kangaroo mother care. And the control group was uh, 1,602. So what they found is that the, the median daily duration of skin to skin contact in the neonatal intensive care unit was um, just under 17 hours in the intervention group, and it was 1.5 hours in the control group. So you can see there's quite a big difference there. Um, neonatal death occurred in the first 28, 28 days in 191 infants in the intervention group, which is 12%. 249 infants in the control group, which was 15.7%. So there's, you know, a substantial difference there. Death in the first 72 hours of life occurred in 74 infants in the intervention group, which was 4.6%, and 92 infants in the control group, which was 5.8%.
And in fact, this uh, research was stopped early on the recommendation of the data and safety monitoring board owing to the findings of the reduced mortality, i.e. it wouldn't have been ethical to continue with the study because you were effectively sentencing to death some of those children that were in the control group. So, introduction. Premature births or full-term but low birth weight births or low and premature are 15% of births, but 70% of deaths. So it's a very clear group of um, infants that are at risk. Um, and what they say is that reducing mortality among these infants, particularly those in low and middle income countries in Asia, sub-Saharan Africa is key to the development of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, target of reducing neonatal mortality to a level at least as low as 12 deaths per thousand live births in all countries by 2030. So these are things that you might have heard of if you've done any um, funding applications, things that meet sort of these world development goals or sustainable development goals um, are really, really good things to kind of use as a, as a measure or as a way to get funding because it, it's in line with kind of these bigger goals. Um, I think kangaroo mother care is very variable as we know as to what it's defined as, but in this study it's defined as continuous skin to skin on chest of mother or another if the mother is unavailable and exclusively feeding with breast milk. And it is one of the most effective interventions in preventing death. So the World Health Organization recommend initiation of a short intermittent sessions of this when the infant condition begins to stabilize and continuous kangaroo mother care when their condition has stabilized. The issue is when do you start it? So what they found was that in a meta-analysis of uh, lots of infants they had uh, that had received kangaroo mother care after the stabilization, they had a 40% lower mortality rate than those who received conventional care. Um, they also found that infants who had received kangaroo mother care had fewer infections, higher rates of exclusive breastfeeding and better weight gain. So what they also found was that the mean age of uh, when the condition of the infants was considered to be stable really ranged from 10 hours up to 24 and a half days of life. So you can see that if you're waiting until a baby's stabilized to be able to do kangaroo mother care, you could already be at 24 days old. Um, so what they're trying to do is, is work out where the optimum point is. But a 45% of neonatal deaths occur within 24 hours after birth and 80% during the first week. So what they're saying is the majority of deaths occur typically before this kangaroo mother care can be initiated. So it's, it's really interesting when they've really looked at the detail of this. Um, they found that two uh, randomized controlled trials studied this immediately after birth rather than waiting. And in both, the skin-to-skin -skin contact was initiated soon after birth. Those resulted in earlier stabilization. So it helps actually in a couple of different ways. Um, and what they state is that there's a critical knowledge gap regarding the effect of initiating continuous kangaroo mother care soon after birth and before stabilization with respect to mortality in infants with low birth weights. So we conducted a large multi-center randomized control trial to evaluate the safety and efficacy of continuous mother, kangaroo mother care initiated immediately after birth in infants with a birth weight of between one and 1.799 kilos. So that's about two pounds to about four pounds. This was conducted um, Ghana, India, Malawi, Nan Nigeria, and Tanzania. Um, it was basically all live form infants in a participating hospitals whose birth weight was between the, the ranges, regardless of gestational age, type of delivery, or single or twin status. Um, what they did 
exclude were mother and infant pairs if the mother was under age 15 years of age or was unable or unwilling to provide consent. A given birth to three or more infants was sick or unlikely to be able to provide kangaroo mother care within the first three days of birth. They couldn't uh, be enrolled within two hours of childbirth or resided outside the study area. Um, infants who were unable to breed simultaneously by one hour after birth or who had a major congenital malformation were also excluded. Some were identified during pregnancy and consented then, and then some was after birth. Um, they were also asked to provide one or two other adult females as surrogate providers of kangaroo mother care, which was um, basically because in, in these areas of the world, only women are allowed to stay in postnatal areas of all the study hospitals. Um, and we have to remember, um, you know, different cultures have different norms around birth um, and birth procedures. And um, yeah, so it's important to respect those. So we have to kind of bear that in mind um, if you were to want to do a similar study it would be really useful to look at it with fathers for example in in western cultures maybe um, so yeah it's just really interesting um, participants were placed in groups randomly by numbered envelopes opened in order by teams so they had no input on which people were allocated to which group twins were in the same group again it wouldn't necessarily be particularly ethical to not have them in the same group um, and then the outcome assessment, i.e. looking at the rates of deaths, were conducted by an independent team whose members were not involved in it. So, again, that's really quite powerful. Um, they did have to make changes to the nature of the, uh, of the neonatal care, as well as the structural changes in, in, in NICUs, um, to be able to ensure that mothers could provide immediate kangaroo mother care. Um, so these NICUs, they're often referred to as mother NICUs, um, which included mothers' beds and reclining chairs, were built or converted from existing NICUs. All equipment, staff and care provision in the mother NICUs remained the same as the control NICUs. But obviously they had to adapt to the situation. And I think, again, if you were thinking about this in, in the UK, there would have to be massive changes to, um, to the way that our NICUs are potentially structured in order to be able to facilitate this. Um, infants receiving category mother care were securely uh, secured firmly to the mother's chest with a binder that ensured a, a, an airway was clear. All care of the mother and infant was provided while skin to skin contact was maintained, and if possible, and all interruptions were noted, which they really tried to keep to the minimum. Um, infants in the control group were transferred to the control NICU without mothers, as is standard practice. Mothers provided express breast milk and participated in brief sessions of kangaroo mother care when the infant began to recover from preterm birth um, complications or was at least 24 hours old. Hospital staff provided care for all infants involved in the study in accordance with the World Health Organization minimum care packages for small infants. So again, that's useful to know because it means that there is some standardization around the type of care that was received. So in both the intervention and control groups, once they were clinically stable um, for 24 hours, they were then transferred from the mother NICU or the control NICU to the kangaroo mother care ward where continuous care was provided until discharge. So primary outcomes was, was uh, mortality from enrolment to 28 days of death and also until 72 hours of death, uh, 28 days of death and 72 hours of age. Um, secondary outcomes that they measured were hypothermia, hypoglycemia, suspected sepsis, time to clinical stabilization, exclusive breastfeeding um, at discharge and exclusive breastfeeding at the end of the neonatal period, which was 28 days, maternal satisfaction, maternal depression um, and death at the time of birth to 72 hours. 
in unenrolled infants was also documented. So what you can see is they've measured quite a few things and it's really interesting to see how that differs between the two groups. Um, clinical monitoring was every six hours for all infants while in special care or NICU. Uh, information on the duration of skin to skin contact and the duration of hospital stay was collected by research assistants and then a home visit was conducted to obtain data on survival, breastfeeding and depression. They estimated that uh, 4,000 infants needed to be uh, enrolled to detect 20% low mortality in the intervention group. Um, so the states, it, there was a, they always will have an ethical board. So this is called the Data and Safety Monitoring Board. They conducted interim analysis at 50 and 75% after 50 and 75% of participants enrolled. And after this, they recommended stopping enrollment in the trial because of the clear benefit in the neonatal survival in infants receiving the immediate kangaroo mother care. So they didn't reach the number that they planned to of 4,200, but basically it wouldn't have been fair to continue because it's a huge disadvantage to the, to the standard care group. Um, it just wouldn't have been right. So they stopped the study. Um, so analysis were performed to see if um, how things all, all worked out so they looked at it by weight so one kilo to 1.2 1.2 to 1.4 1.5 to 1.7 and gestational age so under 31 weeks 31 weeks to 34 weeks 34 weeks to 37 weeks and then above 37 weeks type of delivery so uh, vaginal birth or cesarean singleton or twin and size for gestational age so were they small for gestational age or not small for gestational age? Um, in the intervention group, they examined primary outcomes, um, at looking at the amount of skin to skin, uh, skin to skin or kangaroo mother care that they had. So was it over 20 hours? Was it 10 hours to 20 hours? Or was it less than 10 hours a day? They then looked at uh, the effect of intervention on breastfeeding during hospital stay. Um, So the results, this was carried out between November 2017 and 2020. So um, the social demographics of newborns and maternal characteristics are very similar in the two groups in terms of education level, age, um, if they'd had other children before. The average gestational age of birth was 32.6 weeks and the average birth weight was 1.5 in both groups they were very very similar so that's really useful because obviously if one group had much uh, lower birth weight that would skew the results and the same for for gestational age so but basically you had 1470 mothers and 1609 infants in the immediate kangaroo mother care group and 1474 mothers and 1602 infants assigned to the conventional care which is not purely incubator care, that is kangaroo mother care after stabilization. So it's still including kangaroo mother care. And in fact, that's probably more, more how Western cultures practice kangaroo mother care it will be after stabilization. Um, so they found that the median time of initiation of skin to skin in the intervention group was 1.3 hours. So this is really useful to know. Um, in the control group, it was 53.6 hours, which is quite different. <laughs> um, the median duration of NICU stay was 6.4 days in both groups. During the NICU stay, um, the, the amount of skin to skin was 16.9 hours for the intervention group and 
control group. So again, a very clear difference. Um, afterwards, when they were all on the kangaroo mother care ward, um, after NICU, it, the rates were, were fairly similar. Um, so in the intervention group, it was 20 hours and in the control group, it was 19 hours. So once they got into the kangaroo mother care uh, ward, it was very, very similar, it was just prior to that. From enrolment to 28 days, so it was 12% of deaths for the immediate kangaroo mother care group. And in the stabilization group, it was 15.7. So it's, uh, it's, a, you know, it's a big number, 191 deaths versus 249 deaths. So, you know, that's over 50 more infants dying. Um, in the enrolment to 72 hours, it was 74 infants versus 92 infants. So again, the numbers are still much higher in the control group, um, which is really interesting to see because what you, you might expect that because they're not waiting for stabilization that more babies might die in that early period in the intervention group, but that was not the case. Um, so what they found was that in the intervention group, the risk of death was lower in those who received more hours of skin to skin. So the more skin to skin contact, more kangaroo mother care they did, the the risk of death lowered. Um, what they did find is that most deaths were caused by sepsis or preterm birth complications. Um, the sepsis associated mortality differed again. It was 4.4 in the intervention group and 6.9 in the control group. Um, and suspected sepsis was 23% in the intervention group and 28% in the control group. Hypothermia was documented in 5.6 of the intervention group and 8.3. So again, you can see there's a clear difference there in terms of that. Um, what they found was that time to stabilize instance of hypoglycemia feeding followed by sucking at time of discharge and exclusively breastfeeding at the end of the neonatal period were similar in both groups. Um, they found that more babies were, um, had breastfeeding initiated within the first 24 hours. It was 58.5 in the intervention group and 45% of the control group. Um, and fully breastfeeding occurring within seven days was 78% versus 69%. So again, Another real big difference. In terms of when they measured maternal depression, they found that uh, in the intervention group, there was two. So again, 0.02% of the numbers. So two out of 1,276, because they obviously would have lost some measurements, uh, some people from that follow-up, because this was measured at 28 days. In the control group, it was seven um, out of a lower number. So it was out of 1,231, which is 0.6. So again, that's that's a that's still a you know a difference in the way that you would expect. So those that had immediate skin to skin kangaroo mother care had lower rates of depression. Um, there was one hospital out of the five that had more deaths in the, in the intervention group than the control group. Um, so they had twenty five out of two hundred and five versus twenty two out of two hundred and four. What we don't have is much detail around all of that so but for overall looking at all the big you know the bigger picture of the numbers was very much not in line with that um, so what they say is that in this multi-celled trial the initiation of continuous kangaroo mother care soon after birth in infants with birth weight between 1 and 1.799 kilos improved neonatal survival by 25 percent so it's really interesting um, they didn't find significant differences between the groups um, by feeding outcome. So they, they did see a higher rates um, at every stage, but it wasn't a significant difference. 
They also didn't find um, a difference between the groups and the time to stabilize, unlike two previous studies, which did. They achieved a high compliance for the intervention. That's approximately 17 hours of contact. So um, the fact that they had high compliance suggests that it isn't difficult to do once you've got the system set up and once you've got the environment set up for it and once you have the buy-in from people. Um, obviously, in those cultures, life is very, very different from ours. So, it, it, you know, in terms of where people live and how people get around. Um, so it's quite interesting, I think, to imagine trying to do this, you know, in, in our culture and how much would need to shift for it to work. Um, they do sort of explore why or how does it how does it do this? There are several possible mechanisms. So they say that basically because they're in close contact from birth, babies more likely to be um, colonized by the mother's protective microbiome, more likely to receive early breastfeeding. So there's also less risk of handling of the baby by other persons, less this reduces the risk of infection. There's constant monitoring of the infant by the mother, more frequent monitoring of the infant's glucose levels, um, an absence of stress related to mother-infant separation may have helped to reduce mortality because what they found was that the risk of death was lower in infants who received more hours of skin to skin. Um, however, it obviously could be confounded by medical issues with infants that may have, um, if a child's got serious medical in, you know, issues, then they would struggle to have more skin to skin potentially. Um, they said that there's, it's challenging in scaling up the intervention. Um, it had to establish the mother NICUs um, they needed strong collaboration between obstetrics and neonatal department and changes in policy that would allow surrogates to provide kangaroo mother care. Um, so again, you can see it's very, very different to the UK setup. Um, they're saying that it should be repeated in higher income countries where mortality rates are lower and more monitoring occurs purely because we have the money and we have the NICUs already set up. So, um, and the way that the NICUs are set up and the way that our hospitals are run, um, we do have lower mortality rates, but we still have deaths occurring. Uh, approximately 20% of infants um, weren't enrolled because the mother or newborn was too sick, too sick to, to, to be considered to be able to participate. Um, so that's a limitation. Um, what they state is that it resulted in a significantly lower risk of neonatal death than the currently recommended initiation of kangaroo mother care after stabilization. Um, they don't really go into any more detail as to the mechanics of it, um, as to why stress, why separation is so, um, may have an impact in terms of they don't go into the biomechanical kind of mechanisms around that, how it works, how, you know, it doesn't mention oxytocin, it doesn't mention cortisol, it doesn't mention um, the impact on all those things. And that is the end of that one. Um, it's, it's a fairly easy one to read if you want to have a read of it. It's, it's, um, it's not too wordy. Um, it's not too much in the detail. It's, uh, it's very broadly speaking, but what I think is really, really interesting is that what we think of as kangaroo mother care is, is typically not what they are doing. 
in these countries. It's not what they're doing when they do large scale studies on kangaroo mother care. Um, and, and so, yeah, there's a big difference between what Western cultures do and what, what other cultures do just because of the situation, because of the money, because of the setups that we have. Um, I would, you know, hazard a guess that there's very few hospitals that would be getting anywhere near 17, 18 hours of contact a day. Um, but what this is showing is that that initial skin to skin is really, really important even before babies stabilize. Um, and in fact, that it helps stabilization um, because there was a difference between the rates of stabilization. Um, so yes, I hope you found that interesting and I will speak to you soon.